Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven.
Hello, world. Hello, my everyone. Name, my name is Chris Kelly, and that's Lillian Narodowski. We're here from 80s TV live on Toto Driven Entertainment Radio. Today is Monday, right? Let's say Monday. End of January, right, though? End of January, yes. The 30th. Where the heck did the whole month go? I know. It was just New Year's. Bye-bye, January. Hello, 2017. I guess we're we're in. Uh, here on the East Coast, I know here in Philadelphia today, uh, it's been one of the third, it's like the third warmest, warm, warmest. Warmest? Warmest. Mm-hmm. The warmest <laughs> uh, winter we've had on record, and uh, today it was supposed to snow this morning. Never came. No. Around th- around three o'clock it was bright and sunny. I went to an appointment. I came out of the building, and uh, we had what was called a white snow squall. It was like all of a sudden this blizzard came out of nowhere. Wow! And uh, lasted for about maybe twenty minutes, and then just dis- <laughs> left as quick as it came. <laughs> Bizarre. Wow. Mm. How's the weather where you are tonight? Where are you, world traveler? Are you in Egypt tonight? Where are you? Oh, I am not Everywhere. disclosing. I am not disclosing uh, my whereabouts. Are you on? Are you on the planet Earth? I am on planet Earth. All right, all right. That's all we need. I'm to know. on planet Earth, and um, yeah. It's all good. <laughs> planet Earth is all good. <laughs> good. Anyway, good. Um, how was your week? My weekend. Your week, weekend? Um, my weekend, like... weekend. Gosh, what, mm-hmm. it was a little crazy. I got some crazy things going on personally. <laughs> and uh, that, I'm busy and trying to make money, you know. I always Who is say, it? I know. I mean, I say inspiration is what makes the world go around, but really, money also does in an inadvertent way. Yeah. <laughs> You can't you know, have, I, have to, I have to ask you, you normally do your little live Facebook video before our, you know, our show, our radio show, and what happened tonight? I, I do. I had a relative of mine just, who just uh, dropped off something for me, and I had to meet him outside. Oh, it's the time. Yeah, so I just got away from you. So I'm out of breath, because I literally was running back in the door uh, to make this call mm-hmm. <laughs> to start the show. But next week, I intend to do it again, and okay. hopefully we'll have Lillian here or in the background. Uh, you'll see her somewhere. Yeah, I'll be somewhere. Um, yeah. That's for sure. She's always somewhere, and she yet she's here. How does that work? It just it's does. Magic. <laughs> it's magic. We uh, what do we have going on tonight? We have, what are we talking about today, Lil? Well, we are talking about the year 1983. Aha. The year we both became teenagers, isn't that right? I was 13, yeah. Mm-hmm. You 13. too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Came into our own. What um, were you doing at 13? God. Some tells me when I was 13, I have to look it up, but I remember watching uh, um, David Lee Roth um, be doing that Beach Boys song, uh, California Girls. What year was I that? I remember that, that song. Mm-hmm. Was that 1983? Let me see. I don't know. I'm going to look that up, because I remember being, is this what being a teenager is all about? Seeing all the girls on the beach, I'm like, how cool is this? And uh, David Roth was just cool. California Girls. 1983. I don't know, but that song just randomly popped into your head? 
When you say 19, for some reason, 1983 is the, that year it clicks in my head, and I'm like, yeah, um, what I'm looking at Billboard's that? top David 100. I don't see it. David Lee Ross. What year did that come out? It didn't come out in 1988. I don't believe that. Maybe. Where's Mr. Messenger? What's he think on that? Yeah, really. Mr. Messenger, don't you have that information? He, he knows a lot about music. He does. Cal- Is that the right song I'm thinking of? I think it's called California Girls. <clears throat> I don't. I think this. What I'm looking at is wrong. I know it's not 1988. What's Mr. Messenger saying? I can't say. Is it 1988? It was released. No, I do not believe it. So what did he? What did he release in? Um, 82, what? 83. So that was just David Lee Roth, but when he was in Van Halen, you know, they did Jump and all the other songs. No. You, yeah, this is, was later on when he was a solo artist. I don't believe what I'm thinking of is 1988. But maybe maybe it was the Beach Boys I'm thinking of. <laughs> and I came out way before I was 13, but. Oh, well, yeah, of course. The Beach Boys. Uh, mm-hmm. What song was that? I, I, there's something wrong here. I don't know. Mr. Um, Messenger saying Pretty Woman. Oh, uh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Let's see. Doug Eager is going to be one of our guests later. We can ask him as well. We have two guests tonight. We have, uh, there you go. Van Halen did Pretty Woman 82, 83. I think that's right. what I'm thinking of. Okay. Pretty Woman, the... not California Girls. Yeah, that was yeah. two different songs. Right. Um, we have two guests. We have uh, Doug Eager from the band Class of 84. And George Rother, movie guy, twenty four seven, coming on at nine thirty and uh, nine o'clock. Um, Sounds good. Yeah, they always got good information, don't they? I think they both said they had some good things to talk about tonight. Yeah, and uh, some big announcements from Doug, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll be part of that, and uh, we'll wait Mm -hmm. for Doug to come on before we uh, share that with everyone. Um, what's going on in the news? Anything crazy today? crazy every day today in the news hmm i don't know what's going on today (laughs) (laughs) i know there's a lot of uh heat over the politics uh, that's for sure it's always politics and we hate Mm -hmm. to talk about politics and the hence hence my response yeah i mean whether you look online or on tv Mm -hmm. that's all you see still I mean, plain and simple. I mean, another thing I got to say about this whole uh, this uh, banning from certain countries. I mean, for immigration. I, yeah, I mean, I lost a cousin nine eleven. Of course, I want terrorists to stay out of the country. But I mean, people have families here with visas. I mean, they shouldn't be sent back like I heard they were the other day. So maybe Trump just needs to uh, tweak what he's got. But I'm not going to say if he's right or he's wrong. You've already said more than I would say on you here. Know? So I am just going to say I am not saying anything. <laughs> That's regarding all we this will topic. be saying about it tonight because uh, I am not one of these people who <laughs> like to play the politics online. Nor am um, I. Oh, gosh. Hey, there are other things to worry about, like feeding families, um, working your jobs, making phone calls, and uh, starting these battles online to go back and forth, back and forth. These people bicker. They never, they never really solve anything. They just cause more problems. Mm-hmm. Um but nothing against the protesters. You can always protest. But online, I'm just tired of seeing all the bickering, you know. People, you know, just going back and forth. Where, what are you really getting to? Are you resolving everything? Well, My you kids, know, for temporarily, you just unfollow people on Facebook. 
as I have <laughs> because I just can't take it anymore. You're rough. You're cutthroat. No, no, it's just it's nonsense at this point. Yeah, it really is. I mean, my kids I are mean, bickering. I say stop bickering. That's that simple. I'm sure in your house. I, you I could I could handle the politics. It's it's, it's the back and forth that yeah. that makes it difficult. Mm-hmm. And then the insults come. It's like, all right, enough's enough. I was uh, going through uh, some of the news stories, mm-hmm. and uh, something happened today. I don't know if you were you ever into video games, though, or no? Uh, well, gosh, when I was younger, um, you know, Pac-Man. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, Frogger, I love Frogger. Mm-hmm. Donkey you know, Kong, Asteroids. All mm-hmm. that, of course. My brother had it. I did. So, I, yeah. Um, yeah, that was fun stuff. I we, I remember getting Atari 2600, and they had a game that came with a cold combat, and uh, my sister and I would go back and forth and play the games on there. But uh, today is a sad day in the Why? world of video games because the uh, – Oh, Pac-Man. A man named Messiah – Nakamura, and if you played Pac-Man, you saw uh, the word Nakamura probably on the arcade game. Mm-hmm. He was the founder of the video game company behind uh, Pac-Man. Pac-Man. He oh, died. Wow. He, was, he passed away today. Yeah, he was ninety-one. Nice long life. Uh, yeah. He's uh, playing Pac-Man in the stars above now. Um, but rip to you, Messiah Nakamura. That was. Uh, an awesome game. I still, I still, if it's if it's in front of me, I still have to play it. I'll tell you. And I don't care if it's Miss Pac-Man, oh, Pac-Man Junior. Oh my gosh! Do you remember when they came out with? Uh, you go to like a Pizza Hut or something. They called them the tabletop games, and you could like you sit across from somebody and play. It I actually like, do like remember that. Yeah. Yeah. They were kind of neat. Um, I saw another story. I didn't know if you got time to catch up on it. You might be able to want to say it, but uh, sure. What's that? Madonna and Drake. Okay, so I saw that you, you know, as far mm-hmm. for all those who don't know out there, uh, me and Chris, you know, sent, sent an email, you know, prior to the show uh, on a, a run through about what we're going to talk about tonight. And that was on in the email. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Drake and Madonna. So what's the story with that? So I was trying to find some 80s icons in the news, just get some updates on them. And uh, I see Drake is with J-Lo lately. Um, but right. it came out today um, that prior to that, this is, goes back to 2015, uh, mm-hmm. in the da- according to the Daily Mail uh, in the UK, um, they had fun together but kept it secret, strictly secret. Madonna 58 and Drake 30 enjoyed a brief romance before that famous on-stage smooch at something called Coachella. Um, that guy's so, making his rounds, man. So are you reading into this, or are yeah. people reading into this? Or I, guess, I this... guess they are. I mean, there's a picture of them making out on stage, Drake and, and Madonna. I don't know what Coachella is. I guess it was a concert. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, well, Coachella is is like a show every year. Mm-hmm. Um, was it recent? It was 2015. Oh, you realize we're in 2017, Chris. I know, but it just came out today. It's breaking news because yeah, he's I in the news for seeing yeah, that. Yeah, he's, he's in the news quite often. I don't even know what he sings. What does he sing? Um, hot light, Hotline Bling. You have to know that song. Oh, let me look it up. i got to look this up. I think I've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. You have to Drake. know who Drake is. 
All I know is I see him in the news constantly. Now he's making all, out with one star. He's going to J-Lo. Hey, taste uh, Madonna's All the kids saliva now. listen to him. <laughs> um, what's the big song? Hotline Bling. You'll know it when you hear it. Trust me. One Dance. That's a, that was another big one of his. I see one that says Fake Love, She Bad, <laughs> New Love. Look for Hotline Bling. Let me, let me see if in. I could. Let me see if I could. Hotline. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's see what it is. Uh, YouTube and their commercials, man. They want to drive me, me jump off a bridge. And they're like 30 seconds long now. Yes, man. It's not cool. Be. It's uncool, YouTube. Stop Very it. uncool. Um, okay, here we go. Let's hear from the guy who makes that with all the icons. Yeah, you gotta give it a second. Are you a Drake fan? Do you know Drake? Uh, you know what? I'm not a big Drake fan. I like some of his stuff. Do you remember this? Do you know this song? I know his voice. When I hear his voice in different songs, like who sings like that? Okay. His voice doesn't look like him. It doesn't look like it matches him. I don't know what I was expecting this to sound like. It's not this. Yeah, he, um, he's very popular. Wow. And you know who I like. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big Drake fan at all. I know who you like. Yeah. The Weeknd. The Weeknd. And you know, Drake, Drake partially had a lot to do with his discovering him somewhat. I just recently found that out. Mm. Yeah. Mr. Messenger says, uh, I hear Drake, he thinks of Drake cakes. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> Not that Drake. I, no, different Not Drake. Not Drake cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, wow, that guy's making his rounds. Let's see, who's next? Cindy Lauper? Who else can he hit? Cher? I mean, he's getting every 1980s icon. Um, (laughs) Mr. Messenger says Drake Cakes are better than that song. (laughs) I might agree. Well, before we go any further, you know what you forgot to ask me is to give out the phone number for tonight. Yes. Oh, please do that, Lily. You do it so much better than me. I know. So uh, let me give everyone that phone number. The number to call tonight is as it is every week. It's 718-508-9883. Again, the number is 718-508-9883. Give us a call. We're talking about 1983. Hi, I'm Lillian, and you're listening to Totally Driven Radio. (laughs) Now, see, I like when he sneaks that up on me. It's perfect. Thanks, Faye. Yeah, that was good. That was pretty cool. <laughs> what else is in the news that we saw that I, I pick up on? Um, politics, oh, politics, politics. Forget Vodka politics. Do you remember the girl Selena that died? You know, her. Uh, of course, I remember what Selena. Was it, the head of her fan club, daughter? Remember that? Yeah, her manager or something. Um, I found. Fan that, club president, right. Yeah. Crazy lady. What's she been doing that for? 
People are just haters out there. You know, I can't stand that. Well, why did you bring her up? Um, there was a – where's the article? Okay, so this week, four days ago, um, a video surfaced online of Selena covering um, Debbie Gibson's song, um, Only in My Dreams. Really? And uh, she's on stage singing it. I have it here. Um, and Debbie Gibson caught wind of this and said, wow, this is so incredible. She tweeted this. Yeah, that's really cool. What Do you have this timeless... clip, a clip of the song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but... Debbie Gibson wrote up, uh, she tweeted, wow, this is so incredible. What a timeless vocalist who lives on. So honored she performed my song. Thank mm-hmm. you for sharing. That's, That's kind of cool. Yeah, very cool. Well, we, uh, we've met Debbie a few times, right? Back in our day on Dancing on Air or Dance Party USA. A few times. Yeah. What else I got written up on there in my uh, little list? What about entertainment news? Um, well... No addition. This is all kind of entertainment news, isn't it? I think. Um, BET ran a story this week, a three-part series on No Edition. Um, I heard that. And one of the kids, I believe, in, in, in the, the band um, is one of the kids from the show we had on air called Dance City a couple of years ago. Um, his name's Jerron, and I think it's him and his, uh, his band from here in Philly. Uh, was able to recreate some of the scenes for uh, for the movie. So uh, way to go, Jerron. But the uh, the ratings supposedly are, are crazy. Part one got a uh, 4.4 million viewers. Wow. Um, that's pretty huge. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know about the other two parts, but I'm pretty sure they they racked up. Um, I didn't like get to see any one. of it. I'm sure it's on YouTube, right? YouTube or probably still on BET, one or the other. Right. Um. That's pretty cool. I like those. Candy girl. There's a lot of good songs by them. Yeah. I like Poison. Everybody oh, yeah. likes Poison. That's Bill Biv DeVoe, yeah. That's oh, right, right. That was a new edition. That's right. kind of like the leftovers after they broke up. So Bobby Brown left them, right? And then they brought some right. Johnny Gillen or somebody. And uh, I, I don't know the whole history, but I know the names. <laughs> all good music, though. I don't care what band. <laughs> they were all good music. Yeah, they really were. What they were the, also, they came to the show. Yeah. Right? Mhm. Yeah, yeah, that's right, they did. Bobby Brown did it that, at some point. Were you there that day? Um, I can't recall. I know I've seen a clip of Bobby Brown, and it was from the, the it was had to be around 87, so you and I would have been there. So uh, I know we were there for Bobby Brown, at least. I, I can't remember if we were there for New Edition, but I think we were. I remember Menudo coming, because uh, everybody sort of looked like the one guy, Roy. Um, it's crazy. What I wasn't you... there that day that they came, mm-hmm. and I, re- I, I was 
Wish I was. Uh, Ricky <laughs> Martin was there that day. Big fan. Mm-hmm. And it was the other guy from. Uh, remember, there was, there was one other big breakout star from New. The guy uh, is in that movie uh, Salsa. Robbie Oh, right, right. Robbie. I forget his last name, but you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody, nobody talks about him anymore. But uh, what's up, Robbie? Where are you these days? <laughs> uh, what else? Do you see anything else from the news? Entertainment-wise? Entertainment-wise. Let's see. What's going on? Well, everything, everything that I'm looking at is political. <laughs> but entertainment, not politics. much is going on in the entertainment um, business. Um, Let me see what news. What, you, what news do you use? Really? What do you What do you look up when you go on the news? Who, who, what news do you use? What news source? Well, right now I'm on oh. Fox News. I know we got something big happened last night. Not, not I didn't watch it, but um, what's that? The SAG Awards were on. Oh, I did hear about that. I didn't watch. Um, let me see if I can get a quick list of who won what. Um, outstanding performance by cast in a motion picture was the movie Moonlight. I don't know much about it. Um, male actor was Denzel Washington for Fences. Okay. Female leading actress was Emma Stone for La La Land. I believe, uh, George Rother, our movie reviewer last week, gave oh. that huge reviews. And yeah. I keep hearing it. That was good. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, there's not really much in the entertainment news. No, because you said that politics is a big Godzilla just eating it all up. Probably. I mean, that's all I news. see. You know? I didn't hear any insult. I didn't hear any crazy bad news from it, so I guess that was good. Well, sometimes no news is good news. Yeah, yeah, right. especially if it's no bad news, you know. <laughs> right. Um, a crime story. People, uh, people versus O.J. Simpson. Um, what's that? Sarah Paulson. I guess she won something. Female actor in a miniseries. Cool. So, we got six more minutes before. Uh, Doug meets us. Before Doug comes on and tells us what he uh, remembers from okay. the year 1983 music-wise, do you have any music um, memories from 1983? Let me see what's on that list. 1983, um, well, you know, there was, there was there was actually a lot of good music. You know, David Bowie had a China Girl. Oh, yeah. Remember, remember that song? Mm-hmm. Let's Dance was also good. Let's but, yeah. Dance. Right. Um, that was, boy George was out, you know, with Karma Chameleon. Mm-hmm. That was catchy um, song. Church of the Poison Mind. Do you remember all those? Mm-hmm. And uh, what a and, cool uh, list. What's that? Uh, it's a great list. I'm looking at it. Uh, Come on, mm-hmm. Eileen. Um, mm-hmm. one, 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 there's a couple uh, one-hit wonders. Uh, Electric Avenue by Eddie Grant. Remember that? I want to come down. Of course. To, um, Africa. Of course, I remember that. She blinded me with science. Thomas Dolby, Little Red Corvette by Prince. Oh my God, this is a great year. Love is a battlefield by mm-hmm. Pat Benatar. Love is a battlefield. Great song. Mm-hmm. Putting on the Ritz by Taco. Remember that? Oh wow, of course I, I remember that. Mr. Roboto, Commandante Minato, Mr. Roboto, Domo. And uh, 
Elton John had that big hit that year. Remember, I'm still still standing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still standing. Mm-hmm. Flashdance, Irene Cara, yeah. Billy Jean. Oh, every breath you take is number one for that year. Oh, uh, I mean, by police. Okay. A, and I, uh, I, well, I heard something this year about that. I don't know if you know this. Do you know what? It sounds like a love song. Doesn't always come what? across as a love song. What what every, song? Every breath you take. Well, you know what? I actually think that song is kind of stalker stalker-esque. That's what it's about. I didn't know it that. It is, right? Yeah, I just found that th- th- recently. It's, it's actually it's, it's about a stalker. <laughs> and it sounds like it if you really dissect the song, you know, and, and yeah. listen to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every breath you take, I'll be watching you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't mean like, like know, you're, huh? you're just sitting across the room and he's watching you across the room with every breath you take. <laughs> <laughs> Something with, you know, with the world of Facebook, people find that easy to do anymore. You know, they follow us. Just and the watch internet and, in general. Yeah. Oh, my there God. There are a lot of stalkers out there. I'll tell I you that. You can run, but you can't hide on the internet. It's always uh, there. You go. They're looking for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your favorite song in 1983? Call us in and let us know. The number again is seven one eight five zero eight nine eight eight three. Was your hair? Is uh, Lil? Here's a question for you. What's that? So Lillian's hair in the eight, mid, later 80s was so. Aquanetted up, looked cool. It, you but think? what was it at, at, at the age of thirteen? Did you, would you, was your hair wearing your hair like that, or what, what age did you start that? I would say that was the beginning of the dreadful big hair. Mm-hmm. But I can't say dreadful, a hundred percent, because at the time, it was cool, right? Mm-hmm. Just like all the other styles. But it was um, super cool. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think that in '83. I was a freshman, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I was starting to tease the hair a little more as the months went on, and by 84, 85, I was full-blown big <laughs> 80s hairdo. Step you know? out of the way. you got to make room for Lillian's hair. I, uh, I actually drove by the old studio uh, yesterday. Oh, really? Nice. And uh, I took a little video clip. I haven't posted it yet. Maybe I'll post it tonight or tomorrow. And, uh, at the uh, Channel 17? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of oh, cool. Oh, wow. I was like, wow. It's been a long time for me since <laughs> I've been around there. <laughs> Maybe City Line Avenue, but I didn't venture near the studio. <laughs> Actually, right. probably coming from, from, you know, when we were, were filming the web shows, I, I think mm-hmm. one time that's the way the GPS took me was down City Line Avenue. And even that was been quite some time since I've been around there. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. Let's um let's welcome our guest. Yes. Um music wise, uh Doug Eager from the band Class of eighty four. Class Great. of eighty four. Hi Doug, are you there? I'm here. How's everybody doing? Doug How are you? doing good, brother. I'm doing great. It's been a while. Yeah, it, it has. has been a little while. <laughs> what have you been up to, man? <laughs> same old, same old. We've, uh, you know, the, the band's played a couple of times, but for the most part, we've uh, kind of been laying low. Winter time's a little bit slow, you know, as, uh, you know, we, everybody kind of just hangs out with their families and stuff. Um, so, you know, we're practicing and doing that type of stuff, but uh, it's been going great. Just t- enjoying uh, enjoying life as much as I can. Great. Sweet. 
You guys got any new tunes you're working on? Um, we have a couple that we we um, we played in the past, but uh, we just got together. We worked them out, like kind of solidified them a little bit. Um, Kyrie was one of them. Uh, yeah, there's like a lot of a lot of keyboard parts in that, so we were really trying to work that out, and make it sound the way it should. Africa by Toto, we've been working on, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I think you know we've done that a couple of times, but sometimes we like to get together and, and just really work out the parts, um, really mm-hmm. the way that they should be. Sometimes it's really just working on an ending, you know. Sometimes we'll we'll play a song and we'll look at each other and we're like, I don't even know how to end this. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so working on that stuff, but really just kind of solidifying some of the songs that we that we've that we've already been doing. Um, we're working on a handful of stuff, but, um, you know, we, we have a, a really good set list. We're, we're real happy with it and proud of it. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, it's very dance friendly and stuff like that. So, um, you know, it's just, it's just good stuff. So, yeah. Sounds fun. Uh, we just were looking at music from 1983 and, uh, one of the songs was Africa. That was a great song. It's a great song. It's, it's, uh, it's hard to, it's hard to play. There's a lot of percussion in it, so we only have mm-hmm. myself as a drummer. So we use a track on that song to fill in the percussion from that, um, mm-hmm. but just to do some of the, you know, bongos, the congas, and, and things like that. But everything mm-hmm. else is live music. Um, so, yeah, but it's, it's a great song. And funny enough that uh, the guy who wrote it, that's actually his least favorite song of all the Toto songs. Really? Yeah, and, and, and I think I think album wise, I don't know if I know any of their, their other ones. Uh, What's that? What What is another one of their songs? Rosanna. Rosanna. Oh, that's them too. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that. What else? What else, Doug? Do you have any other big hits? Uh, yeah, Rosanna was probably the other big one. They have a lot of um like slower songs. One of them was called Ninety Nine, and it was really played on like, I guess whatever back then the equivalent of like a B one hundred one type station would have been. It was mm-hmm. more like maybe like into like an adult contemporary type cat- category. Because mm-hmm. uh, they kind of, they really come from the late seventies, early eighties period. So you know, Africa was was pretty much their biggest hit. But they had a mm-hmm. lot of other radio hits. Another one's um, uh, what's the name of it? I'm gonna, it's going to escape me now, but. Uh, they're they're really good. They actually they're all a bunch of studio musician guys, and so the music uh, is really really good. And it's very very difficult to get that sound going. Uh, they're really really good mm-hmm. musicians, and and just the stuff that they write. And I only know this because talking with the other guys in the band, trying to play some of the the bass and guitar parts, and it's it's uh, it's pretty difficult stuff. So it's almost like a jazzy type type rock stuff. So it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's one. Uh, hold the line. That's what I remember. Hold the line. Yeah, that's that's another one. Dude, is trying to play it, but the stupid commercials on YouTube again. Hold on. <laughs> can't, I can't surprise anybody. Here it is. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I always remember this guy this. with the beard. The main guy with the beard and the big glasses. He's, uh... Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's a great song. Yeah, they definitely don't have the look of like you know real rock stars, but mm-hmm. it's just kind of uh, they just have the music first, I guess. <laughs> mhm. What else can you tell us about 1983 music? Anything in particular? Uh, yeah, let's see. I got I got a whole bunch of stuff written down here. So, um, mm-hmm. I guess the one thing that kind of encompasses everything was that compact discs was were introduced that year to everyone. Ah. At least they in, okay. in the United yeah. States. 
They were around mm-hmm. somewhere else, uh, I think in Japan or something, but uh, they were released to the United States for the first time. And I remember a friend of mine who lived up the street, and this probably mm-hmm. wasn't in 1983. It might have been 1984, but that's when I first mm-hmm. saw like my first compact disc. And I was just blown away the fact that, you know, you could just go from song one to like eight mm-hmm. or back to four and just kind of go skip mm-hmm. around like that. Without having to hit your rewind button for your cassette tapes. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. This song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The cassette, you know, what was big back then was to remember, uh, you know, try to record one cassette to a blank one. Oh and then that God. was pretty much your yeah. copy. And mm-hmm. you play that out and it would eventually get eaten by the tape deck. <laughs> mm-hmm. and then, um, uh, but yeah, so that was uh, that was probably the big big headline. But as far as uh, music, you know, Thriller was really big in 1983. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was you know by far the biggest album. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the the video for Thriller came out I think late in '83. Next year, I, yeah, yes, later than than when the album debuted. I know that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all right. I mean, I just you know that. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember staying up. To kind of watch that because I think they did that at night, right? The first time it was on was like late at night. Mm-hmm. And I remember staying up for that. That was a big deal. And of course, that all the kids, you know, the next day at school were talking about it. I mean, that was just like, mm-hmm. and even nowadays, like I watch it with my daughter because it really is like it's a it's a whole fifteen minute thing, and like her friends will come over and like they'll they'll still be kind of you know a little bit scared by it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all so my that daughter. Out, my daughter's three. She might. <laughs> At Halloween this year, my, my uh, around Halloween, my mother-in-law was watching my kids three and five, and she put on Thriller. Thought they would like it, and my three-year-old was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see what else was going on that year. Um, uh, the you know the band Kiss, all the makeup. Yeah. Kiss? Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, that that was the year that they actually went on MTV and they they took off their makeup for the first time. <sighs> oh my God. I do, do remember, remember that. that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. I uh, it was for kids, some, I forget, uh, whatever. Cards. <laughs> remember that? Yeah, whatever album they had at the time, for some reason they were promoting it, and I guess they're, they were thinking that their, um, you know, their makeup routine was getting a bit stale. So mm-hmm. I, I think that they quickly, within a couple of years at least, uh, went back to the makeup look. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah so heavy metal was big back. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they were they they were a good band. I, I I don't have a ton of their albums, but I mean, you know, their live show, like you know, you 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 can't beat that stuff. That's that's pure entertainment there. Mm-hmm. Mr. Messenger says, "Lick lick it up." What is that? Uh, that, that that's to the song. That's the album that they mm-hmm. came out on. Oh, the album. Okay, okay. Oh, that was the album. Okay, but that was a song also, right? Yes, that's correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was did I guess you, uh, single off the album. Did you have any of the action figures, Doug? No, no, I didn't have any of the. I, I remember those though. Yeah, I, I had they Gene came Simmons out like didn't they come out like one. a movie? Oh yeah, yeah. You remember that? Mm-hmm. I don't remember the exact premise of the movie, but it was, uh, you know, something. Mm-hmm. It was. <laughs> but they and they did the... it all. I tell you, they were really marketing geniuses. All the rumors. Uh, oh, Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park. Faye tells us it's called. <laughs> the name of the movie. Kiss Love meets it. the Phantom. I remember all the rumors. They, remember they say that he. Uh, it was 1978. Um, people used to say that he his tongue was. 
they, they took off a, a cow's tongue and sewed it onto his. That's why it was so long. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the old rumors I remember hearing. <laughs> I think I remember that one. <laughs> what else you got, Doug? What else? What else uh, let's see. What else do we have? So it was a bunch of really, really good albums. Um, Pyromania was out that year. Oh, first uh, by Def Leppard. <laughs> That, that was, was a first great album, album actually. Yeah, it was the very first album I bought. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that album, I mean, like front to back. We actually just a few weeks ago, I was over at my parents' house and uh my father had the old actual album of it and we just decided to put it on for fun and uh, mm-hmm. it really is one of those albums that you can listen to like front to back and everything. Mm-hmm. Just great. Yeah, great. It, it was a good album. Mhm. Uh, who else was out that year? Um, ZZ Top had Eliminator. That oh, was a yeah. big album. Oh, great album. It's huge. Yeah. Wait, what yeah, song was that? And, That's the album. Uh, they ha- Eliminator was the, the album. They had um, Give Me All Your Lovin'. Right. Sharp Dressed Man. Sharp, yeah, Legs. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And that was like, you know, in, in the, the big MTV years. So, like, they had that. And I don't, I didn't really know ZZ Top prior to that. So, my mm-hmm. first introduction was the videos and that red card that they had, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, the cool keychain. Chain. So, Lillian remembers legs mostly because on Dance for Mary and Dance Party USA, they <laughs> really, were always, Chris? Yeah. They mean, they'll make, they'll make, <laughs> do you and, really uh, think that that's why I remember that song uh, so yeah, well? Yeah, 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 I think so. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear um, it. Let's hear it. They would make the girls dance. They would have, they'd have the girls, like, every time we did a beat show or something, the girls would come out and they'd dance to legs. They'd have, like, maybe, like, all girls line dance. And I, I must have found like five different versions of it uh, recently. Uh, it's always the same thing. She's got well, they, Yeah, I mean they played it all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was always like that cool dream. Remember the guy at the gas station in the videos, like a nerdy guy, and then the girls would come up yeah. with long legs, come out of the car, and then the ZZ Top guys would take off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like cool. they had like the one in the leg did like they had the girl who. Um, Basically, she's like a beautiful woman, but mm-hmm. you know she's supposed to look nerdy. And they like yeah. take her in the back, and they they like they basically just like pull they put her hair down and take her glasses off, and all of a sudden she's like real hot. <laughs> <laughs> Let it all hang out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what else is out? Um, Madonna had her Borderline album. Mm-hmm. Whatever that was called, I guess I think the album was called Madonna, but it had Borderline and um, I guess uh, Lucky Star. Wait, 1983 was this the the year her her album her debut album came out? The uh, one with um, that, yeah Borderline, I think, I Lucky like, Star. Yes, yes. Yeah, so that so that album like it was a great album. Like a little bit early, like she had a single I think, like the year before, which was and I don't. I remember her from this this first album. Uh, but my brother said that I think there was a single. Maybe that was it. There was like a single that was on the dance tracks mm-hmm. like a year before. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but the but the album, two big big hits off of that one that kind of introduced the world to her. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, oh, another big one, Herbie Hancock. Remember that with the oh, rocket? Yeah. Oh yeah. Bump, bump, bump. Hey, let's see if we can pull that one up, Chris, because we can get some scratching going on. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was the first time that uh, uh, America was kind of introduced to the scratch of the record, too. And the video was like a big deal. 
Mm-hmm. I remember oh, listening God, to that and be on. like, "What? What are they doing back there?" <laughs> um, and it was all the cool like machines. One of the machines in the video. I find out in a second. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Furby Hancock. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's a scratch. <laughs> I love it. Love it. It's so cool. It doesn't even work. You know, and it's still a hit. Go figure with that, right? And animatronics, like all robotics in the video. <laughs> um, super cool. Legs kicking out of the dishwasher. <laughs> but he's but actually known for a lot of I, mean, bad I remember music. just I watching the video and listening to that song, mm-hmm. and I mean that was that was great, great song. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what else? I, I think you guys mentioned this earlier, but uh, you mentioned something about New Edition. Oh, yeah. Yes. And so Candy Girl was out at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, they were probably, I don't know what, 13 or 14 at the time when that came out. Maybe yeah. some of them even younger. Yeah, they're on our age. I remember that. Candy Girl. Uh, what else? Uh, some C- more. Cindy Lauper, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. The, oh, the Bobby, girl, the girl who kisses she likes. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, and Cindy Lauper was out that year, mm-hmm. which she is so unusual. Another well, big girl. Just want to have fun, or mm-hmm. no? Yeah. Yeah. It, was she also in, in wrestling that year? Was that the, she came out the same year? Um, I think, I think that was all that. around the same time, wasn't it? Uh, when was uh, when was uh, Cindy Lauper on WWF at that time? Captain Lou Albano or something? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Captain Lou Albano. Eighty-three. Yeah, it was that yeah. year. Yep, yep. Because uh, Captain Lou Albano was in the uh, Girls Who Wants to What Just Want to Have Fun video. Remember, played her father. I do remember. I, I didn't know his name, but I remember the wrestler. Being hey, what was, the, <laughs> what was the deal? Do you remember his face, uh, Doug? He, he had like rubber bands that kind of stuck in his face. How did he do that? Who the, who's this? Um, Captain Lou. He had rubber bands? I don't remember that. I remember he had like a yeah. goatee that was kind of done up yeah, in a ponytail style. He, that, and then he had had rubber bands that kind of glued to his face or like in his skin. I don't know how he did it. Bay's saying it right now. Ah, I don't um, remember that. Rubber bands on his face, yeah, Bay says that. <laughs> <laughs> you have to look him up, and uh, it's just weird. I was like, yeah, he doesn't know. Bay doesn't know how he did it either. <laughs> um, he's still writing something else. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one to bring up. Uh, um, and uh, this is for all the uh, Fish fans out there. Fish plays played their first show that year, 1983. I have no other information other than that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot. I have some friends that like, really like fish. I'm not into them. I've yeah. seen them a few times down in Ormore, but uh, not a big fan. Uh, well, I'll tell you, anybody who can who can keep their music going for that long is uh, they're doing something yeah. right. Yeah. You know. I mean, I like the Grateful Dead. I know they're similar to the Grateful Dead, but I uh, yeah. I get the Dead songs in my head more, but um, yeah. But God bless them. They're still going after all these years. 
Absolutely, right? Every, every summer, mm-hmm. right? Somebody goes to mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, What else? And then just a couple more. They've got, uh, oh, the moonwalk. Uh, Michael Jackson on the uh, the Motown, like, 25th oh, yeah. anniversary special. He, he mm-hmm. unveiled his moonwalk, and, you know, the crowd the went nuts. It was amazing. The moonwalk. And everybody mm-hmm. was trying the moonwalk the next day, right? Weren't we all? <laughs> I think we're all still <laughs> trying to do it. <laughs> Practice makes perfect, but no one's ever going to do it quite like Michael Jackson. No. No, that's true. That's true. I wonder how uh, that's about that. it. I mean, this, uh, you, you two had a big album out with War, uh, so mm-hmm. that was kind of their first um, introduction over mm-hmm. to the States. They were, they were popular over in uh, England, but um, we kind of mm-hmm. got a taste of them over here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about all I got. But that's, that's enough. Oh, and oh. Here's one I, forgot. I totally forgot. Uh, the Police with Synchronicity. Big, big album. That oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We said the number one Remember song every was... Um... So, so what is your take on the meaning of that particular song? Are we right? It's For about me? stalkers? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. It is, right? It is, yes. That's, 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 the, real, that's the real version, according to um, uh, the guy. Himself? What's his name? Yeah, Sting. Huh? Sting. Yeah, Sting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. According to this. And who would but have course, thought you know. about that in 1983? Mm-hmm. I know. I, I, I never. It sounds like a nice song. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a love song. Yeah, I always thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure many people dance to their proms to that song. <laughs> there are a lot of, um, we notice there's a lot of one-hit wonders out here, too. Like, um, Doug, remember Taco putting on the Ritz? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Commissar by After the Fire. Remember that one? Oh, I love that song. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got? Electric Avenue. That's a good. One. We missed that earlier. Eddie Grant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else we got in 1983. Um, I love the one-hit wonders. I mean, that's yeah, I did like, too. Come on, Eileen. You guys play that. Mm-hmm. That's what really makes you like takes you back to like a specific time, especially because it's like you know they they played it then and and that's about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, here's another big one from that year, "Sexual Healing" by Marvin Gaye. Remember that? Oh yeah. yeah. Um, Mickey, Tony Basil, Basil. Oh my, how great can we song. forget that? That was a great. <laughs> I mean, that's still played <laughs> in certain venues, right? Oh, here's great one that uh, in. Yeah. Uh, George can get into a little bit when he comes on. Is uh, but uh, we'll do it for the music end of it. Was Maniac from the Flashdance movie? Right. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Oh yeah, she's <laughs> a maniac. Maniac. That was a big, that was a big one. Sure yeah. And Michael Cimbello, <laughs> I think he's local too. Isn't he a local guy? Is he? I think so. I think he's from Armore, Habitat. Uh, here's another one. Laura Brannigan. How am I supposed to live without you? I don't remember that version, though. I remember Laura Brannigan. Though. I remember oh, yeah, that yeah, version. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do yeah. remember now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did Michael Bolton redo that? I think I think you're right. Yes. What What is the okay. song? How do I live without you? How am mm-hmm. I supposed to live without you? Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're right. He did. He did. He did redo that song. I think of the '90s. Um. What else? Oh God! I, I, I am here. We go. Um, air supply, making love out of nothing at all. Air that? supply, yes. yeah. <laughs> Great. 
that was the, promises, yeah, that was promises. the whole like uh, very safe adult adult rock. Yeah. Like, like your parents hope that you liked Air Supply, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Instead of Twisted Sister or whatever was coming out then. Or... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why can't you play um, music like Air Supply? <laughs> Solid gold, yes, and the solid gold answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I just saw another good one here. Okay. Promises, promises. Who sings uh, that? Yeah. Naked eyes. Naked eyes. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, uh, Lil, you have the same list I have. Open, open that list up from. Uh, see if we'll, we'll name. Let's play a game with Doug. We'll name the name of the song. Let's see if he knows who the band okay. is. Okay, so can okay. I be honest? I'm not in front of my computer at this very second. <laughs> oh, then I'll, what? Do, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. And both of <laughs> you guys take turns. Okay. But I admitted it. I walked away for a minute. You caught me. <laughs> You're living in the and, 80s, man. And don't ask me for the phone number because I don't have that in front of me either. <laughs> I'll give it out real quick. If anybody's listening and wants to call in uh, with a favorite 80s of memory. Of course you would say it now. You can call seven one eight five zero eight nine eight eight three. I think Lillian may be in the ladies' room right now. Uh huh. No, uh-huh. I no, I actually am not. <laughs> I actually am not. You're flush. We know where you are. Okay, we're on to you. <laughs> Lillian doesn't do that. She doesn't. Do, do that. you be quiet? You don't go Hush to the up. bathroom. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Um, I'm gonna stop before she kills me through the phone. Um, <laughs> we okay. Here we go. So I'll play both of you guys. So I'll give each of you guys a chance. So here's one. Um, Doug, I know you'll you'll get this, but let me see if Lillian will get it. The song okay. is called "Dirty Laundry." Oh, I like that song. Mm-hmm. You'll get two guesses. The third one. I'll give uh, Doug the answer if he doesn't know. I'm pretty and sure. I'm, and I'm doing okay, this but... in true fashion. I'm doing the honor system. I'm not looking this mm-hmm. up on my computer. Mm-hmm. You have two chances, though. Uh, say the question again. Who sings who, it? Who sings the song Dirty Laundry? Oh, goodness. What, how, how does it go? Sing it, Doug. How's it go? Uh, when a bubble hit a beach it's up to you, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something, something, dirty laundry. <laughs> dirty laundry. I think that's the only two words I know, too. Yeah. Isn't up? it kick them when you're up? Kick them when oh, you're yeah. down. Kick them yes, when you're yes, down. Yes, kick them when they're it. up. Kick them all around. Yeah, that's it. Take <laughs> <laughs> guess, though. Take guess. One guess. Uh, uh, I'm going to take a guess with Don Henley. Ah, you did it. <laughs> Uh, you shocked me there. That's it. Like here's here's one for Doug. All right. Goody two shoes. Oh, oh I know it. that. I know I that. that. I know. Well, it's 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 Adam Ant or Adam and the Ant. Adam Ant, <laughs> you got it. Because he went by both names at at some point. <laughs> Which I, I I heard a friend of mine call him Adam and the Ant, and I cracked up, and I looked it up, and apparently, either it like real. before. He was known mm-hmm. as Adam and the Ants to some people. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true. I'm sticking with it. 
Sounds like good. Sounds good. I think you're right. I do kind of remember seeing that. It was done two ways. Here's one, though. Um, okay. Rock the Casbah. Oh, I know the song. Rock the Casbah. Mm-hmm. The Clash. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> you're on fire. <laughs> I love music. Okay, here we go. I'm trying to find, trying to stump Doug on one that's uh, making think. Um, okay. Oh, I love this song. Our House. In the middle uh, madness. of the street. Who? Madness. Yes. No. Madness? I would, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, wouldn't I, I, I love that. the song. I, I never know what they're called, Madness. That I can actually one. see the video yeah. in my head and I wouldn't mm-hmm. get this, so. Mm-hmm. Our uh-huh. house. In the middle of our in the middle of our street, uh, our house. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, back to Lillian. Let's see, what do we got here? Um, this is a good. This is a good slow song. My Lillian. love. Mhm. My love. Is that the name of it? Mhm. Hmm. My love. Pick it up. No, there's only you in my life. That's yeah. endless love. That's endless love. Oh, oh, the now. That is Lionel Richie. Lionel mm-hmm. Richie and uh, Diana Ross. That's endless love. This one's actually called My Love. Okay, so think, what's the difference? I'm stumped. I'm stumped. You know, I'm, I am too. I'm trying to think of how it goes. Like, it's the, the one. Na, 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 my I'm, love. Yes. But, that was the, no, but, no. Is that it? I don't know. No. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> that seemed like it was a longer. Um, here we go. Here we go. I, I it's a, a slow song? I, I thought it was. Maybe I'm wrong. YouTube wants to let me cut these commercials. Here we go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kenny Rogers. Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, My love. Yeah, it, this is the song. This is it. Mm-hmm. Is it just Lionel oh. or is it Earth, Wind, and yeah, Fire? It's, no, it's just, it's just Lionel Richie. So he used to be at the Commodores. Is that if oh, I remember? Commodores, right. right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow, yeah. I wouldn't I have. I didn't think of that one, no. You don't remember that song? I don't remember that well, one. I think I was like, what list are you looking at? I'm looking at um, Billboard Year Hot End, 100 singles of 1983. I'm sure it was on there. Mm-hmm. I, re- I remember when okay. I was real young, I was probably about um, 11 or 12, so it was probably around this time, but when uh, I heard on the radio that the song by um, Hall & Oates, remember Kiss on My List? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it was number one. I remember the radio, the the disc jockey saying, "Oh, the number one song." And I and I remember thinking in my head because I I had no idea about like how music worked at all. But for mm-hmm. some reason, I thought that it was impossible that uh, a slower song like that could become number one. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was like in defiance. I was like, "That's not number one. There's no way." So that's probably why I didn't listen to my love either. I was in my rock and single days, you know. You right. Know right. <laughs> <laughs> here's uh, here uh, let's see, here here's one. This, this may be a stump for for you, Doug. Uh, okay. Pass the duchy. Oh, I know this one. It's musical youth. 
<laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Pass the Duchess to the left-hand side. Pass the Duchess to the left-hand side. <laughs> All right, back to Lil. Um, trying to find one. Not as easy. Okay. Here's Lil. Okay. Man, e- man-eater. Man-eater. Um, oh, my goodness. Is it is it Hall and Oates? Yes. I see, and you thought I wouldn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's trying to stump you. He really is. I know. This is such a diverse list. A lot of these are, are like probably their only big hits for some of these guys. Um, back to Doug. Never okay. going to let you go. I'm never going to oh. let you go. I'm going to hold you in my arms forever. That's um, by Kate like... Tell. Kate <laughs> <laughs> Tell Records. By all Who sings fans. that song? Oh. Is that like Sergio Mendez? Or... Damn it, yeah. No? Wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> I would have never guessed Is that. It? Is it really? Yeah. Yes, yeah, Sergio Mendez. Yeah, I was going to say isn't that, that there was isn't that a duet? Though, but I forget. <laughs> um, God, there's so many here. I'm trying to get a stumper for Lil. Okay, hold on. Okay, this this may be a stumper for you, Lil. Okay, and it's uh, Twilight Zone. Remember that song? Maybe if we if you can, we can help you remember. The, the name of the song is called Twilight Zone. Yeah. Oh, I need okay. Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah. Um, Twilight Zone song. Oh my gosh! I know the Who beat, sings? but I can't sing it properly. Um, I don't know. If it goes, uh, yeah, look at that Twilight Zone. Hey, 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 yeah, yeah. right. Who sings it? Getting this advertisement in front of you. It's the beat and music. Okay, so Mr. Messenger just gave me the name. I think that's the name. <laughs> it, yes, it, he's right. Gold, Good golden job. earring. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how fast did you Google that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is fun. Um, we're still waiting for. We're waiting you, for do you guys know their other bigger mm-hmm. hit that was in the seventies? Um, what? Sing I don't know a little bit bigger, it. but it was a big hit for them in the seventies. They did. Uh, I never even heard of the you know group. What was it? Uh, Radar Love. Do you know that one? Oh yeah, Radar Love. Yes, that's them also. Awesome, Doug. We have uh, George. You want to stay on? You want to stay with us for a bit, or you? Yeah, sure, you got to go. No, I'm good. But we got to make our. We got to make our big announcement before you leave. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Um. So let me introduce our next guest. He is also known by Movie Guy 24-7. He's the guy with all the knowledge of movies, George Roffert. Yay! Hi, George. How are you? <laughs> hello, Chris. Hello, Lillian. And hello, Doug. Georgie! <laughs> hey, George. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm doing great this week. How are you guys doing? Good, thank you. Doing okay. Thank you. Awesome. And I heard you talking about Golden Earring, the uh, yes. band that sang Radar Love and Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Well, let me let's, let's, some... let's do. Let's try and stump. Let's, let's say it's Doug. I mean George. 
This was fun. Let me see. Uh, before we go into it, let me see if do you know your music pretty good, George? I well, I have some knowledge of music. What's going on? Mm. Uh, well, we're so, covering we're, covering the year 1983. Uh, we're going to go back to 1983. Do you have a favorite song from that year, or can you think of a song? Oh like? wow, 1983, a favorite song. Well, the one that comes to mind, oddly enough, is Lies by the Thompson Twins. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah, I like the Thompson Twins. I remember that. I kind of dig Perfect. that. and uh, I love that song. Mm-hmm. It's like, lies, 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 yeah. And then like the girl in the background's <laughs> like, don't you forget it. <laughs> it was kind of a cool song. Yeah. And uh, Overkill by Men at Work. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I love that song. Mm-hmm. I actually, um, I bought his, I forget his name right now, it's escaping me, but the, the lead singer for Men at Work has his own, he's the goes out on his own now, and he does all those songs acoustically on the album. Including I cannot Overkill. recall, I cannot recall That's, his uh, name myself. Colin Hayes, I think it is. Yes, Colin Hayes. I think Hayes. you're right. I have the album and I totally love it. If anybody's interested, uh, if you like Men at Work, pick up that album, it's, it's fantastic. And if you're talking about 1983 music, I'll leave you with this thought. Mm-hmm. When is Men Without Hats going to make their comeback tour? Come on now. Uh. <laughs> to, to safety dance? Yeah. Yeah. He died. Come on now. How cool was that song? He died. <laughs> he died. Yeah. yeah, he passed away. Yeah. The, the guy from that, uh, Men Without Hats died? Yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. Uh, I didn't know it either. Wow. So it was a good Bummer. year for music. What about mm-hmm. movies, George? Well, um, it was a really strong year for movies. Um, as soon as you mentioned that, I uh, wrote a list of uh, some of my favorite titles and a couple of not-so-great titles. Okay. And, of course, if got? we're talking about 1983 movies, of course we have to start with what is undoubtedly the king of that year, Return of, the, Return of the Jedi. Oh, no, no, no. I'm totally on the other spectrum here. <laughs> oh, what you, what's your, king, what's your movie, Jedi. King of the Year? I would say for 1983, uh, Scarface, hands oh. down. That's that's the number two. Scarface is awesome. And so that was I, the second title one? that popped into my mind. Wow. There's a number one song, a movie of the year was Star Wars, uh, episode six. Of Return course, of the Star Jedi. Wars. Yeah. Uh, that was George, the top grossing movie of that year. Let me interrupt for one second to ask you a question about Scarface. Did you see that they're redoing it? And did you see who's going to be doing it? Is that really it? true? Leonardo DiCaprio is going to play Al Pacino? I've heard uh, over the years talks of a remake. Um, will it ever imagine. happen? I actually hope not. But mm-hmm. what you have to remember is Al Pacino's Scarface. That was mm-hmm. also a remake. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I did, that I didn't know either. 1932, Scarface, starring Paul Mooney. Only in that movie, he was a, <laughs> excuse me, a bootlegger. You know, I mean, taking place during Prohibition and all that. Wow. So it was a little bit different. But mm-hmm. same basic story. Um, you should watch. You should give that a watch. It's Actually, a really good movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. so look that one up. That's pretty cool. Hmm. So there we are, had, you know. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, uh, Staying Alive came out that, that year also. 
staying alive. I saw that opening day. <laughs> oh God! It was at at the time I liked it. The last time I tried to rewatch it, I was appalled. I was like, I can't believe it. This is a sequel to Saturday Night Fever. They have completely ruined it. Yeah. Uh, refresh my say. mind here. What was the premise of that movie? The second one. Well, Tony Manero. I mean, Tony Manero was trying to be a Broadway star. And, uh, well, just like in the first movie, he's torn between two women, a nice girl and kind of a not-so-nice girl. Mm -hmm. Um, Then he gets a role in this play called, I believe it was called Satan's Alley, and it has to be the worst thing ever produced on Broadway, even if it is fictitious. (laughs) But what they really screwed up with that movie, they completely sanitized it. Um, what you're getting there is a PG George, movie. George, 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 we have. A, I think we have a bad reception with you. Sounds like you're underwater. How about now? Hang on. Oh, How about now? Perfect. Yeah. Much better. I, much better. Mm-hmm. What I was. All right. What I was getting at. Staying alive. <laughs> they went for the PG rating, which meant they had to sanitize everything. No longer is he, you know, using the foul language. No more mm-hmm. sex or drugs. It was like, That's where's all the realism? Mm-hmm. <laughs> where's the realism? So, anyway. Yeah. But I have a lot of respect for those who think it's a good movie. Everyone has their pay- you know, everyone has their taste, so it's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's see. I'm looking at my list. Um, okay, DC Cab with Mr. T. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I love DC Cab. Yeah. I don't think I've seen uh, it. Oh, it's great. I really enjoy that one. Um, Christine, the uh, Stephen King movie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did see that. Mm-hmm. That was all, That's always a classic. Um, mm-hmm. Ten to Midnight with Charles Bronson. Oh, cool. Okay. Who was the man? I don't think anyone... Okay, you probably, probably didn't see that one. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see that one. I just remember his other ones. What are they, like... Uh... What was it? Death, Death Wish. Wish. Was one, right? Yeah, that was. Mm-hmm. I remember the Death Wish, but I don't remember the uh, that one. Well, in Ten to Midnight, he played a cop who was going after this serial killer. This guy that, uh, well, he'd strip naked and go kill women. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, that way he do, doesn't right? get the blood evidence on his clothes. Mm. Um, Bronson knows he did it, but can't prove it, so he plants evidence on the guy. Mm-hmm. And he gets into a little trouble. <laughs> and I don't want to ruin the ending of the movie, but <laughs> it's one of the few times I've ever been at a movie where the outcome had the whole audience applauding. Wow. So that was kind of cool. Um, let's see. Trading Places, Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. Oh, yeah. Classic. I remember Classic. that. Mm-hmm. That was shot right here in Philly, too. Mm-hmm. Um, the Big yeah, Chill. That's, that's a great movie. Yeah, the Big oh, Chill. Big Chill. Somebody mentioned that to me the other day. That's a great movie. That is good. Oh yeah, and did you know that was actually supposed to be Kevin Costner's movie debut? No. Okay, so there was supposed to be these this flashback scene of. <clears throat> Well, the premise is they're all at a funeral. One of their mm-hmm. friends took his own life. 
Mm-hmm. Well, there's a flashback scene with that friend, and that friend was to be played by Kevin Costner. His scene mm-hmm. got cut. Oh. So it's not even on the extras on the DVD. Yeah, so. that's that's me in the sixth sense. I'm not even in the, in the extended, extended version, then, and I was in it. <laughs> they just cut you out, I'm but so not mad. your car. My car was up in it, but my team was out. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, when that happens. What else? Oh, yeah. National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh, my God. That's a great one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) To this day, I swear that National Lampoon planted a camera in my car when we all went to – when my family took a vacation. (laughs) Um, Chevy Chase's profanity-laced tirades. That is my yeah. dad to a T. <laughs> Our vacation didn't officially begin until dad had his first meltdown in traffic. <laughs> and it was usually pretty R-rated too, so yeah. <laughs> but did yeah, that is a funny the, did, movie. Did anybody see the uh, the remake of Vacation, which came out like a year or two ago? Oh, good God, uh-uh. yes. I did <laughs> I saw bits of I still, I felt funny watching that. Yeah. I still have I still have night sweats about that remake, reboot, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrendous. <laughs> it was crude, gross, and foul. None of it was funny. Well, that's what and you honestly, do, I, I did. I went in there with an open mind. I really mm-hmm. did. And for the first minute or so, I thought, okay, maybe, because they opened with Holiday Road and shots of postcards, which Mm -hmm. turn out to be dirty postcards. (laughs) (laughs) But where the movie really lost me was in the opening scene. Um, Now, this movie, this reboot, sequel, whatever, it centers on Rusty Griswold, who's an even bigger dork than his father. Mm -hmm. And he's a pilot for some, like, cheap Econo airline. Right. He comes out from the he comes out from the cockpit and he's talking to a family with a little boy. The plane hits turbulence and at least three or four times he lands face first in the kid's crotch. And at that point it's like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. You've it's lost like, me yeah, with this. That's I, I I guess it's supposed to like make you make you feel uncomfortable, that type of humor. <laughs> I don't know what that was designed to do. I just know it really wasn't funny. And funny story about seeing it when I saw it, sitting in my row was a mother with her child who couldn't have been more than 10 or 11. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. wow. <laughs> well, let me put it to you this way. There were certain – I'm not going to say it online on on the air because I'm sure it's inappropriate, but jokes were made about certain things that – I'm certain she may have had to explain. They ended up leaving midway through, and I'm oh fairly certain it was her idea to leave. <laughs> if, if you know what How I awkward. mean. Awkward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I felt awkward, you know, sitting there watching. <laughs> but oh my anyway, God. the original will always be a classic. I'll stick with that. Thank you very much. Um. Moving on to a couple of cheap movies from the 83, or B-movies, Revenge of the Ninja. I didn't see that. I don't remember that one. Okay, well, that's my kind of thing. It's one of those uh, B 
B-movies from Canon Studios. They're the guys okay. that did all those Chuck Norris and Charles Bronson movies mm-hmm. in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same studio. It starred a fellow by the name of Sho Kasugi. And he ended up doing like uh, Enter the Ninja, Revenge of the Ninja, mm-hmm. and Ninja 3 The Domination. And, uh, <laughs> I see a theme I, here. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were pretty cool. You know, I still do kind of. No I remember of Revenge of the Nerds. They are cool. Yeah. Revenge of the Nerds was the following year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 84. Revenge oh, of the Ninja. I'll have to look that up. I, like, I, mean, I actually like the Kung Fu Theater and all that stuff, so it should be good. Here's another one you might not have heard of. Vigilante, starring Fred Williamson. I think Fred I remember Hammer watching Williamson. That. I'm sorry? I think I do kind of remember that movie. Good, tell us more. It sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Well, it starred Fred the Hammer Williamson and Robert Forrester, who you might remember starred opposite Pam Greer and Jackie Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Forrester's family gets attacked by a gang. His son gets killed and the wife is raped and beaten up. And when he does, so it goes to court. And not only do these guys get away with it, Robert Forrester ends up getting locked up for contempt of court when he protests. Mm-hmm. So when he comes out, he's mad and he gets with Fred Williamson's gang and he goes to get revenge on the people that did this. Mm. It was pretty cool. So, There's a movie that's like that. that that I and Sam Michael Vincent. I can't think of what it's called. And Defiance. It's similar. Defiance. Defiance. One of my favorite movies. Yeah. That's probably that a little bit earlier. Good. I love that. 1980. Movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the final movie I had on my list: The King of Comedy, Robert De Niro and Jerry Lewis. Mm-hmm. I remember that. They kidnapped Jerry Lewis, right? Mm-hmm. They kidnapped him. Uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, right, George. Good, What's interesting about that movie is that how it prefigured the kind of stuff that would happen today, reality-based television, or mm-hmm. the whole celebrity cult where even mm-hmm. criminals become celebrities. Mm-hmm. It was ahead of its time, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty cool. So um, I got one for you. I'll give you a line, George. See if you know what it is. I'm sure you do. Sure, go I'll for it as well. Let's do, let's do it for Johnny. The Outsiders. There you go. <laughs> that was a big movie, right? What What did you yeah, think of that? that? Big. I I like that one a lot. Yes, that is a really mm-hmm. good movie. But have you guys seen the director's cut of that? No, no, I have I have not. I may have. I there is recall. a director's cut that came out mm-hmm. on DVD maybe like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. And it tells a more it tells a fuller version. It's actually kind of a different kind of movie. There's different mm-hmm. scenes. The ending is expanded upon. Mm-hmm. Um, they really do a, something different with the movie. It's longer, and uh, from what I understand, it's more faithful to Essie Hinton's original book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's s- definitely one to see. My sister loved um, The Outsiders, the book, and I was never much of a reader. But uh, she kind of – it was always a little bit of competition, so I did read a book in competition to her, and it was S.E. Hinton's movie Rumblefish, which is a book. It came, also came out the same year, but not as popular. And that was a great Rumblefish? movie, Rumblefish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's actually, it was actually quite brilliant how they shot it in black and white. The sound's mm-hmm. a little bit muffled. It just mm-hmm. gave it such a 
distinct feel, you know? It was really good. So if you guys don't know that one, uh, Doug and uh, Lillian, it's, yeah, I, uh, that. I remember it's, the name. Matt Dillon plays the main character, and his older brother is played by Mickey Rourke, if I recall. And he mm-hmm. uh, he's colorblind. Rusty James colorblind. and his older mm-hmm. Rusty James and his older brother, Motorcycle Boy. That's right, Motorcycle <laughs> Boy. That's right. <laughs> it was uh, also it, in that movie was cool Nicolas movie. Cage, Chris Penn, and Vincent Spano. Oh, I looked that up. Did you like him though, Vincent Spano? Do you remember him? I don't remember who that is. I only ask because you like Booker. He just he's, he's oh. kind of that that type of that type of guy. He looks like guy. he he was one of the kids in um oh what was that movie Over the Edge. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so do I. Mm-hmm. In fact, I, it wasn't so long ago I rewatched that and wrote a review of that. I bought a copy of it a couple of years back. Well, it really is a classic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are some others from that year that are pretty big. Um, Throw them at me. Let me see if I can't think of a line from this one, but I know everybody you guys all know it. Risky Business. Uh, oh, yeah. I didn't realize. Oh, okay. that Porsche. Was, yeah, that there is no movie. substitute. No. <laughs> there you go. Or, or no, I have a trig final line. tomorrow. I'm, I have a trig final tomorrow. I'm being chased by Guido the Killer Pimp. <laughs> <laughs> or how about this one? Sometimes, sometimes you just got to say what the, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what the? Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Take those old records off the shelf. <laughs> I'll sit and listen um, to them by myself. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Superman three, which was that the one with uh, Richard Pryor? Uh, Richard oh, Pryor. Oh, that's right. And that was Richard the beginning Pryor. of the end of the Superman franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like a, he was yeah, like a computer guy or something, right? Mm-hmm. Robert Vaughn. That was one boring movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of lost everybody at that point. Um, I mean, Superman 2 was so great, you know? And I mean... One... Go ahead, no, go, go ahead. You're right. Uh, go ahead. No, no, I want you to say no, because I was going to change the subject, but you're, you're on a good topic. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it sh- by all means, it should have worked. It co-starred Richard Pryor, who was one of the funniest people. And, mm-hmm. I mean, the idea of a computer, okay, it was the computer age. Kids were into video games. Okay, it could have worked that. The problem is young kids aren't going to understand what's going on. And the whole idea that they could reprogram a satellite to create weather mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't work that way <laughs> mm-hmm. um, satellites don't create weather conditions they don't create right. storms uh, right. what's going Not on with that here? attitude <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <laughs> I can see uh, you're not going to be hired for the, the bad guy uh, company <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll hire me for the bad guy. They'll call me Buzzkill. <laughs> Here's the Lil. You probably would know what this is. Uh, you cut out for a second, Chris. Oh, here's one for Doug and Lil. I know, and you probably guess this one, George. Um, okay. It's the first movie that I saw Matthew Broderick in that came out that year. Okay. I know what it a is, but movie. I'm keeping mom. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
I mean, there the are chimpanzees. There are chimpan- there's a chimpanzee in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're thinking there of the are, wrong movie. There are video games in the movie. Okay, yeah, that's that kind of. Mm-hmm. There are. I'll, I'll give you this. I'll give you this two War words. Games? There you go. There you go. Um, you yeah, that was Matthew. The back door mm-hmm, into the military central computer. Yeah, go ahead. That was his so first big you. movie. Mm-hmm. Does anybody know? I don't. I don't know this. I'm just. I'm, I remember the initials, but does anybody remember what the Whopper stands for? The Whopper. Oh. Yeah, oh that gosh. War. Oh. War. The machine that he was playing against in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> something now that's war. That's a great question. <clears throat> Been a that's while a since I've seen it. Mhm. Okay, so you mentioned War Games. Uh, Mm -hmm. That was directed by John Badham, who had Mm -hmm. another movie out about the same time that year. It was called Blue Thunder. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Now, that movie movie was badass. I really liked that. That was the helicopter, right? Was that the helicopter? Yep. Yep. Roy Scheider, Malcolm McDowell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. Wow. That was good. How about... um, Okay, here's another one for you guys. It's a very scary dog. Cujo. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) It was a the movie was about a dog, and the movie was a dog. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. There was. Uh, Good. I was just gonna say. it was bad before I read the book, and it was t- even worse <clears throat> after I read the book. Yeah. They just, ugh, yuck. It was it was kind of a weird movie for me to to watch that one. Um, I just had another one in front of me. Where did it go? Um, Easy Money with there, Rodney Dangerfield. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good that's a good one. It is. Hey, look at us! We're browsing. <laughs> you don't there look was, like browsers. Well, maybe he's half browser on his father's side. Uh, George, we're losing you again. We're losing you again. How's this? Mm, better, not better now. Not yet. Better. Better. How about now? Yeah. Perfect. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes, we can. <laughs> Loud and clear. And I just realized what I said. Okay. No, it's not a commercial, people. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a 007 movie that year. Um, there hmm. were two of them. Were there? Were two of them. Octo- Octopussy. Octopussy was there the official go. one, mm-hmm. and the unofficial one was Never Say Never Again. Oh, okay. It's not considered part of the Bond franchise, um, mm-hmm. from what I understand. They didn't have the complete rights to the story of Thunderball, so Mm -hmm. anybody could make that. So Never Mm -hmm. Say Never Again was basically a redo of Thunderball, and it gave Sean Connery a chance to play the role once more. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember when I was was watching Octopussy, I was mad because I thought it was uh, false advertising. 
Ah. <laughs> you say the Lord. So you go see eight of them. <laughs> oh, good Lord. It does Top sound like a porno eight. movie that now that you think word, about right. it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, okay, here's a here's a little known movie, the Star the Star Chamber. I remember that name. Tell me about it. Michael Keaton plays a judge, uh-huh. and he's kind of fed up <laughs> with how the legal system works, how he has to let criminals go on technicalities. And mm-hmm. then he's invited to join a secret society that secretly judges these criminals, finds them okay. guilty, and sends a hired killer out to take care of them. Oh, my gosh. So hmm. that also had Hal Holbrook. Hmm. Here's – um. Here's another one. I'll, I'll give some hints and see if you guys can guess it. Um, gag me with a spoon. Valley, Valley girl. girl. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was that Nicolas Cage's first big movie uh, break, George, or no? He's in that? That was his first yeah. big movie. Really? Mm-hmm. That was his first starring role, but he also, his one of his first movies, he played a small part in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He is? I have to look I don't I, recall that. Who is he? I think yeah, he I plays one of that. Judge Reinhold's friends. Oh. Yeah, he's in it real quickly. There's a pep rally and he's in the stands. You can see him in that part. And you wouldn't find him in the credits because he goes by the name of Nicholas Coppola. Right. Because he's because uh Coppola he's a Coppola. is uh, his uncle. Yeah, it's his uncle. Bastard. Yep. Whatever happened to the uh whatever happened to that girl from Valley Girl? Deborah Foreman. Did she anything else? Um, I'm friends with her on Facebook. She's still around. Really? Um, let's see. She did a couple of movies after that. Um, My Chauffeur and April Fool's Day. I know oh, others, there were some she did other... April Fool's Day. That's right. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. There were I a like few movie. other movies, but I think she. I'm not really sure she's acting much anymore. Yeah. I think she has other business interests now. I can't. Remember offhand what they are, but I do mm-hmm. communicate with her occasionally. Here's one. So. Um, this was a dramatic movie based on something real that happened, I believe. And it's a two-word title, but they're together as one word. Mm-hmm. And the the, the uh, riddle is, the first half of the word is a material. The second half of the word is a construction item. A building item. Those are your clues. Yeah, it's a two-word. It's a two, it's one-word title, but it's two words in the one word. Uh, Flash dance. No, no. So this is based on no. something real. I'm a, wait, was uh, it a material? And it was a big. I, I believe she got an award for this. Uh, I guess What's I'll the give first you the, part of it. You said the first part of the word is a material, an expensive material, clothing okay. material, and the second part of it, the title. Is something you would use to build a treehouse. Silkwood. Silkwood. There you go. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have guessed that. That's Meryl Street. I don't even know what it is, but I came up with the title. You want to describe it, George? Well, it's a true story of Karen Silkwood, who was a whistleblower at a nuclear power plant, um, who basically made it known yes, there are dangers. And the company they were trying to silence her and they ended up killing her. Mhm. 
Very uh, sad it's her story. Mm-hmm. It also had mm-hmm. Kurt Russell and Cher. Mm-hmm. Mm. Craig T. Nelson, too, I think is in it. I believe you're right. Um, I'll do one more, one more, and then we'll let you go to the – if you have a new movie review, I'll let you hop on there. This is a, a comedy – um, oh no, it's not a comedy. It is comedy. Um, it has Jacqueline Pizzette, Rob Lowe, Class. and Andrew McCarthy. There you go. Class. Comedy do drama. Do you guys remember that one? Mm-hmm. I do remember that, yep. I actually just the, read an uh, article about that the other day. They wanted to go for something more serious. Um, what they wanted to do with Jacqueline Bissett's character, mm-hmm. they wanted to like – you know, make it a more of a drama, have her have mental problems. They mm-hmm. had a scene written where she's in a mental institution. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a whole dramatic side to it, but the makers decided, you know what? Teen teen sex comedies are doing so well. Let's cut out most of the serious crap and emphasize the idea that the kid's sleeping with his roommate's mom, mm-hmm. his roommate's hot mom. Do you so. remember this, Lillian? <laughs> Do you remember no. the story? No, so I Jack- don't. Jacqueline Bissett is Andrew McCarthy's mother. Andrew McCarthy and Rob, Rob Lowe's Lowe are, mother. Oh, it's Rob Lowe's mother. Oh, it's the other way around. And Rob Lowe and Andrew McCarthy are friends in this real rich school, and they mm-hmm. go back to his house for something, and Andrew McCarthy has an affair with Rob Lowe's mom behind his oh, back. <laughs> <laughs> and what is this called? Class. George, what's What's um what's what's the newest thing you've seen that you can share? Tell us about. I, I like Andrew McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's well, he's a pretty good actor. But you know what? I had a friend um, who used to work for Universal. He was the local mm-hmm. rep, and okay. he would like he dealt with a lot of these stars when they came to promote movies. Well, mm-hmm. he was with Andrew McCarthy when he was here promoting a uh, mannequin. And according to my friend, Andrew McCarthy is a first-class D.I.C.K. Not a nice guy? <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> he was really a jerk. And finally my friend says, you know what? Enjoy your success now. You're not going to last. Has, uh, and has he fallen he off was the face right. of the earth? Because I haven't seen him in anything. Has, has he been in anything? He shows up yeah. on TV shows occasionally, small parts in movies, but... He's no longer the uh, above the title star that he wanted to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was part of a TV series, I think, last year. I oh, really? Yeah, I yeah, think he does uh, like mm-hmm. he does directing too. I think for something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. I, know I saw him in a Law and Order SVU episode some years back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He played a pervert. Um, mm-hmm. Naturally. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, Andrew McCarthy. I did. I liked him back in the day, but yeah, hearing what he was like, yeah. Hmm. Okay, so new movies. Mm-hmm. Let me think a minute. What did I see this weekend? Um, give me a sec here. Gold. Um, the dog's purpose and. Okay, just had to remember what I went to see. Um, I saw the. My favorite movie this weekend is A Dog's Purpose. Okay. I heard about that. That mm-hmm. Well, it's been getting a lot of controversy over a mm-hmm. video that allegedly shows animal abuse taking place on set. Mm-hmm. Um, that video was actually disproven. Um, apparently, PETA did some editing, did some doctoring to 
make it look bad. Mm-hmm. So, controversy aside, it's a good movie, especially if you like dogs, which I do. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea is that a dog never dies. He lives on. He's reincarnated into other dogs. So, uh, to me, that's just really nice. Mm-hmm. It's a good concept. And it's, it's funny. It's cute. It's, it's mm-hmm. a, <laughs> just a good movie to see. Mm-hmm. And I also saw Resident out. Evil, the final oh, so chapter. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, first of all, game, right? whenever, you, whenever I see a subtitle that says the final chapter... I always say, final chapter, my butt. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I give you, Friday the 13th, a new beginning. The final chapter (laughs) is never the end. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's right. (laughs) So I'm thinking, if this movie does well and it did decent in its first weekend, I have a feeling in a few years we're going to see Resident Evil, a new beginning. Or something like that. But the movie itself, you know what? It is what it is. It's Resident Evil. It's good. Mm-hmm. They did what they did what they did best. Action, killing zombies, Mila Jovovich looking hot while she's doing it. It was mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. So I dug it. <laughs> so before you leave, of course we want to promote your, your, your website and stuff. Two sentences on John Hurt, the passing of John Hurt. <clears throat> oh man. Well, it's been a really rough week. I mean, we lost Mary mm-hmm. Tyler Moore. Mm-hmm. We lost Mike Connors from Mannix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> John Hurt. And, well, I thought I, I think I had heard somewhere that he wasn't doing well, that he had cancer, but yeah. it's still kind of a shock. And I always loved his he, – he was a good actor. Um, when I think of John Hurt, I think of the Elephant Man, and I think of mm-hmm. Alien. Mm-hmm. And Alien, of course, that's probably the one he's most famous for because it was from his stomach that the alien emerged. Mm-hmm. So, oh, rest in peace, John Hurt. You will be missed. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, that being said, I would like to promote my page, if I may. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. All right, everybody. Well... If you're at your computers or you're near your computers, you could do me a huge favor. Go on to Facebook. Go to Movie Guy 24-7. Once you see the page, if you could give it a like, that would be awesome. It's a fun page. I do trivia questions. I give you facts. Basically, it's an interactive kind of thing. So if you like movies, I think you'd have fun with that page. Yeah, so um, check it out, everyone. Help me out. And so ended the promotion. Awesome. (laughs) Movie Guy 24-7, George Rother. George, thank you, man. Looking forward to talking to you next week. You too. You guys have a great week. Thank you, George. (laughs) Have a good week. Thanks. Good night. Good night. So I think we're going to go to a commercial break. We come back. George Lillian, I'm sorry, Doug Lillian and I are going to have a big announcement. Um, Stay tuned. We'll see you in three minutes. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. 
For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message is brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable films in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. All right, all right, all right. 943. Monday night, January 30th, 2017. What are you doing? I hope you're listening to us because you haven't called us. <laughs> well, what's, well, what, give that number out, Chris. You have about 17 minutes left, and the number is 718-508-9883. Where are you, Dina? Where are you, Jeff? Where are you, Anita? Where is Uncle Raj? We feel lonely tonight. Give us a call. Tell us what you were doing in the year 1983. For all of you that are listening, we have a big announcement. Drum roll. Well, what is that Doug. big announcement? Break the news. 
Uh, we are having a very special show on April 29th, featuring all of us here on, on the radio here. Uh, we're going to be playing live music. You guys are going to be hosting the night, and it's going to be a great time. It's going to be the Class of 84, playing all of, uh, all of the great hits from the 80s. And um, with uh, you two hosting, we're going to have costume contests, uh, trivias, giveaways, all sorts of handouts. It's basically just going to be one big 80s party. And it's at A Taste of Key West, which is in Morton, Pennsylvania, on mm-hmm. April 29th. So there's a page out there on Facebook. And if you go to um, facebook.com slash class of 84 band, you can find the event and make sure you let us know if you're coming. Uh, we can, we can make this a whole movement. So I hope people come out and it should be a really good night. That's great. And what is the name of the Facebook page? Well, it's like some of those odd links. So they can go to the they can go to facebook.com slash class of 84 band. And from right. there they can go to our events page and uh, they can right. check okay. it out there. Um, I tried to figure out a way that I could make it like some really cool name, but uh, mm-hmm. I couldn't figure it out. So uh, the Facebook page itself is like facebook.com slash zero two three four eight nine seven three nine nine or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, to make it simpler, we will post the link up on Chris Kelly from 80s TV on uh, Facebook. That's right. We're going to post and again, all over the, the place. page as well. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to be sick of hearing about this event. They're going to be so sick that they're going to be like, I have to go see what's going on just to say I was there. <laughs> totally driven. If you guys want to be aboard, let us know. Join us for the uh, for the ride. Let's uh, let's promote everybody. Let's do it. <laughs> um, it's going to be a fun night, April 29th. So we've got 14 minutes left. What do you guys want to talk about? 1983 television, back to music. What were your memories uh, of 1983, just, Doug? Yeah. Well, I just got this is this is the break from 1983, but I just got a thing on on the Facebook post that today, this day in music history in the 80s, mm-hmm. uh, Starship released the single "Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now," which mm-hmm. brings us back to Mannequin with Andrew McCarthy, right? Sweet, yes. However, that was 1987, I think, but it, well, not in 1983, but. Still has mm-hmm. somewhat of relevancy due to the conversation, but uh, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, this is gonna be exciting. I uh, this event. So let's see, what was big on television in 1983? Who remembers what? Hmm. Television. I got 1983. Mm-hmm. We mentioned this guy earlier from DC Cab. I pity the fool. There's a little known show oh, called. Yeah. Um, Yes, uh, Mr. T, right? Mm-hmm. The A-Team. Mm-hmm. The A-Team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The story in 1983. Great show. Bracket. Uh, that was his name, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what do we got? Uh, Facts of Life. That was big. Different Strokes. Mm-hmm. Webster premiered in 1983. Webster, yeah. Webster? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Fantasy Island. Uh, they playing, boss. They playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just saw Fantasy <clears throat> I was sitting somewhere in like a waiting room, and they had that. It was like I think it's like that Me TV or whatever that's called. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love that channel. <laughs> and uh, they were playing. They were playing back to back Fantasy Island. You know, I was like, hey, this is great. <laughs> Mr. Rourke, I sat there and watched the a few minutes of it. Mr. Rourke. 
<laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, here's a show. Fraggle Rock started in 1983. Fraggle Rock. Mm-hmm. Wow. That started in 83, huh? Mm-hmm. Laverne um, and Shirley ended in 83. Did it? Mm-hmm. So did the Ameri- Greatest American Hero. We always love that song. Don't I we? remember that. Mm-hmm. Duke the Powder. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was only on for a short time, though, right? What's uh, that? It was actually two years, 81 to 83. Yeah, it wasn't on very yeah. long. I remember the song more than I do the episodes. <laughs> right? So do I. <laughs> there are some strange movies, I think, on the list here that I don't remember. A, a movie, a TV show, I mean, called Auto Man. Do you remember that one? It looks like a superhero type show. <laughs> no. At Ease, I don't remember that one. Ace Crawford, Private Eye. I don't remember these these shows. We have a caller. We do. Magic Mike is on hold. Ah. Let's uh let's talk to Magic Mike, everybody, who also has a show here on uh Totally Different Radio. There you go. Mike, Magic you there? Mike. Super, super, super fly. I had a dude, Jimmy Snooker. That's right. He was flying around in 1983. He took on Don Morocco. That was the uh, famous when he uh, went out of the cage, and uh, mm-hmm. it was a cage uh, cage match with Jimmy Superfly and Don Morocco. And that's what made Mick Foley um, want to be a wrestler. Want to say he wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, um, Mash, I Mash ended in '83, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mash came to an end. Mass, of course. Yeah. What, um, Mike, give us an update from the Royal Rumble this week. What happened? That was a big thing, event, right, in World Wrestling this week. Yeah, uh, last night's Royal Rumble was really, uh, it's really big. I mean, uh, you know, there's so much, so much to talk about. We're gonna, I'm going to be covering it on Wednesday. Uh, I know you're old school wrestling. I don't know if you're up to date on the wrestlers today, Chris. Some, um, of, some of the new ones. Yeah, I know some right. of the new ones. Uh, first of all, I would love to. I want to just say hello to Lily, and and I want to tell you you're doing a great job. I listen to these shows, uh, you know, after, and you're doing a great job, Lily. Oh well, thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. Aww. Thanks. Well, you're welcome. A little Staten Island magic, Mike. Love to you, Lily. <laughs> and uh, I appreciate and, that. And my brother Chris <laughs> Kelly, I gotta tell you, Chris, you're a good guy, brother. You know. Chris, but you know, we we were talking last week. I missed 1987. I missed mm-hmm. it. I was sick. That was my that was my year 87. <laughs> because because I'll tell you because everything happened in in 87. Guns and Roses. You know, I loved the whole you know Appetite of Destruction. Hulk Hogan slammed Andre the Giant. Oh, 30 years. <laughs> you know, it's like Dirty Dancing yeah. was going around. It was like. Ooh, nobody put nobody put baby in the corner. That's right. You know. But uh, but but back to your original question. Sorry, I'm dancing around this. Royal Rumble last night was the best Royal Rumble I've seen in years, and I was at the Royal Rumble in Philadelphia. Wow. And by the way, and I'll be in I'll be in Philadelphia. I will be in Philadelphia for hopefully for the Royal Rumble next year as well. Awesome, you know. But so yeah, it was a good Royal Rumble. I had a I had a great time. I watched all the seven hours of it. I was in my room. I loved it. I I uh, I can't get enough of the Royal Rumble. So if you guys want to check that out, that's the network. 
$9.99 on the network. I'll plug the network. I love Vince McMahon. I, I bow down to Vince McMahon because he created it is dad, the WWF. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and everybody forgets that. And then people say to me, well, you know, what did Hogan do? It was the connection, you know. It just, it just, um, it just worked. Did Hogan you know? come back? Did Hogan come back last night? Uh, not yet. No, but I'm saying people always say about Hogan. You know, he wasn't that good. You know what? <laughs> Hogan was good. Hogan did what he had to do. And, uh, you know, he got the people in the seats. And he and he mm-hmm. did and he did what he what he had to do. Um, so it, like you know we were, like you were, we were talking about Jimmy Superfly. He mm-hmm. was you know Jimmy Superfly was just that guy, you know mm-hmm. going off the top rope doing the splash doing the whole super super. You know he was just you know I met him I worked with him a couple of times on independent shows. It was just when you met him he said hi brother, and I said hey Jimmy and then you know it was just it was just great you know. Yeah, yeah. Rip yeah. Mm-hmm. Super fly. And mm-hmm. I will be in Philadelphia coming up February twenty sixth. I'm gonna okay. be doing I'm gonna be doing a Rocky tour, yo Rocky tour. Oh, you gotta <laughs> let us know, man. Let yeah, us with know. my man uh with my man Mike uh I always butcher his name, Mike Cun Cun uh just check out Facebook, Yo Rocky Tour. Uh it's on <laughs> it's on Facebook. I always butcher the guy's name. But uh, but I wanted to I wanted to have him on the show. I would love mm-hmm. to get him on this show actually because talking to Mike, Mike is the ultimate Rocky impersonator. This guy, me? no way, dude. Hey, uh, you don't know who's this guy? You know. Yeah, well, you know what? You know He's what? Maybe, uh, mouth, you know. It's pretty good. Yeah, no, he is. Uh, no, he is. Uh, he is pretty. Uh, no, Chris is good. Um, no, but anyway, Mike. Is is the is the uh, he 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 entered the contest and um, if you go to yorockytour.com you can check it out there and he's uh, he's amazing my cousins my cousins actually hooked it up because they said I need a you know I need a break from taking you know what, what's going on with my family I always I've been with my father you know taking care of him getting him back to to help you know to life with health you know trying mm-hmm. every day to make him strong again. And I always tell them, I didn't hear no bell. I always tell them, you know, <laughs> I right. always tell them that. And I'm always in his ear. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that's in his ear. And um, my cousin seen that, and they said, you know, you're, you, you do an unselfish thing. So, but I will tell you this: I have my fedora. I got my Rocky hat. I'm ready. Hey, oh, you know. You, you know, I on. mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's going to be a good time, and I'll, I'll definitely come back on the. The show, but I want to try to get Mike. I wanted Mike actually for my show, but I think Mike would be better off talking to you and 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 you know talking about the Rocky and the, Dude, why he wanted to do it, you know. And uh, you know, yeah, sure. it, it's just one of those uh, one of those things, you know. But I can't wait, and uh, yeah, that's what I got. But uh, Royal Rumble, you want to watch the Royal Rumble? Check out the Royal Rumble, really. And I don't know if you like wrestling. If you don't, that's good. I know you like movies, so there's so many right. movies to choose. To choose, I'm a movie. I'm a maniac when it comes to movies. I'm like, you know, oh, okay. I, I do the. Yeah. I just I, I love like all the too. movies. Mhm. What do you? What's your favorite movie from the '80s? Uh, I mean, there's so many. I, I, I mean, I can't just pick a random one. There's, there's a lot of them. I, I don't, I don't think I have one particular favorite one. How about hmm. you? 
That's true. That's true. I can't. Uh, you're right. I can't pick one. How about you? Do you have a favorite? For me? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. I said that's true. I said I, I can't. Uh, it's true. From the 80s, oh, you can't I can't. Pick one. It's so, right. No, uh, because there's so, okay. uh, there's so many. No, I mean, from the 70s, yes. Which I definitely know the answer to that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, seventies I could I could I, I could pick it right there. Um, you know, it's it's got it's Rocky, you know, the seventies. And I missed yeah. it by one year. Rocky turns forty and I turn thirty nine. Young thirty nine. Ah. You know okay. you know, so so now it's like but but I will say my favorite horror movie is Halloween. Okay. There you go. There you mm-hmm. go. But then uh, and that was the uh the 80s and stuff. So I, I mean, and I'm a big 80s. I'm a big 80s guy. I love to listen to all the, the hair bands and the, mm-hmm. the take my breath away, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, this this week, and I and I want to give a plug. This week, sure. something spectacular is going to happen on Saturday. This Saturday, okay. ladies and gentlemen, that listen to this show. The, the this show is called the Mojo Sports Show with Mr. Mojo. Mm-hmm. Ten o'clock. This Saturday, three hours, he's going to have about 22 deaths. And you're going to, and, and he's going to have talk to people from the sports world. He's going to have people from this station on. He gave me 10 minutes. I'm mad at him. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, I'm only kidding. You know, so, so check out his show, Mojo. Check out all our shows. Check out our great network, that Bay, Jess. And the whole family has put together. This is like a buffet mm-hmm. of great shows. And you can check mm-hmm. us all out. Check us Sounds all good. out. You know, it does, mm-hmm. doesn't it, right? You want to listen to all our shows. I listen to everything on the network. I love it. That's great. So, Mike, give a plug for your next show. When's your next show going to be on? Let everybody know. Wednesday, Wednesday night, 8 o'clock. We're going to have a really big show. Really big. Anyway. And it's uh, Pro Wrestling Now with <clears throat> Magic Mike. And by the way, I just want to tell a quick little story. How I got the name Magic Mike, Coco and Wee Wee named me Magic Mike. So here you go. I I, a lot of people wonder yeah. why I was named Magic Mike. It was from my two, our, two, our friends, Coco mm-hmm. and Wee Wee. Coco and Wee Wee, we miss you. When the hell yes. are you going to call us? I text and I tweet, well, I text Coco and I text Wee Wee very often. And uh, if it wasn't for the, those two ladies and if it wasn't for Bay and if it wasn't for, I, I wouldn't be here. And I'm very grateful for them. And I'm also grateful for you guys. You do a great show. Keep on doing what you're doing. Get driven. Stay driven. You know, I, <laughs> I, can't, uh, I can't say it enough, but... My show is, like I said, the time is 8 o'clock um, on Wednesday night, from 8 to uh, 11 o'clock. So Thanks, I want to thank, thank you. I wanna, and listen, I want to thank you for letting me call in. I will mm-hmm. talk to you soon. Oh, you're you know, you guys are my family. We're a totally driven family. We're going to do this. Yes, you're, you're our family. We're all glad to be family. Everybody check out Magic Mike Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Uh, here on Total Driven Entertainment Radio. Mike, we love you, you man. Thank you. Thank you, you. Thank you for calling you. you love it. You love you, too. Good night, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Magic Mike. Cool guy. <laughs> Doug, you still there? <laughs> I'm still here, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> listening. Um, 
so yes, we're going to be we are going to be uh, promoting this event. We want everybody to come out and have a great time. Um, it's opening the door to maybe some future big shows we'd like to follow this up with um, in the future, and uh, maybe all partner together. And uh, totally driven, class of '84. You know, Chris and Lillian from ADTV. Let's make this fun. Let's make it's it an event. event. Absolutely. You know. Right. Um, and don't forget, April. Tell everyone, mm-hmm. like, to make sure that they, you know, let us know on the page if they're going. Uh, mm-hmm. Because uh, the more people that, that uh, you know, are coming, it's going to be, like, a great event. So don't only just, you know, don't just say that you've looked at the page. Click on that you're going, and we can start some conversations about the page and about the night mm-hmm. and everything else. So right. it's going to be good. It's going to be a fun event. Right. I'm going to have that shared on my page shortly. Mm-hmm. Cool. I want to invite everybody else to check out uh, Doug's uh, Facebook page and his band page. There's a class of uh, – give us what's the website again, Doug? It's uh, uh, class-of-84band.com. Uh, class-of-84band. The main website is mm-hmm. class-of-84band.com. But uh, we also have a Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash class-of-84band. So. Check it out, everyone. The band is, 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 is totally radical in every sense of the 80s word. They don't just bring the music. They bring the party. Um, yeah. Check out our webpage, Chris Kelly uh, from ACTV.com. You can see Lily and I there, episodes uh, from past video episodes and past radio episodes you can listen to. We want to thank everyone for, uh, for staying with us. We have some yeah. new episodes coming soon, and uh, they're just getting some special touches put on them at the factory. <laughs> but they will be <laughs> out soon. Keep in touch. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, one more thing. You can take someone out of the 80s, but... You can't take the 80s out of anyone. That's right. All right, guys. Have a great week, and we will see you next Monday. Thanks, Doug. Good night. Have a good night. Take care. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.